Hey community, in today's episode, Chris and Summer from Sheely Worship sit down with Matt Slack to talk about their latest song, Your Presence, and to talk about how to find and experience intimacy with God in worship. We hope you enjoy the interview. Be sure to get the master tracks for their new song on loopcommunity.com. What's going on, everyone? Hope you guys are having a great week today. Just want to jump on here. We've got a a cool conversation we're going to be having with Chris and Summer from Sheely Worship, just about some some new music they got coming out and just some worship leading things. It'll be a really cool uh, chat. So uh, in just one second, we will have Chris and Summer join in. So let's get to it. Hey there. How's it going, guys? Hey, hey. What's up? It's going great. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing well. Thank you so so much. Uh guys, just again for anyone watching, this is Chris and Summer from Sheely Worship. Where are you guys calling from today? I don't even know where you guys are at. Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, okay. Just uh, yeah. just down the road from us here here in Nashville. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to to jump on here and chat with us. Uh for anyone who's maybe not familiar, just give us uh, a little bit of background of who Sheely Worship is, who you guys are, and kind of why you do what you do. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having us. Um, yeah, we've, I guess we've been leading worship together for uh, a long time. We won't say an exact date because that'll, that'll <laughs> age us. We've been, uh, we've been married for quite some time uh, and we've led worship pretty much the whole, the whole time we've got. We've been, let's just say we've been doing it full time for about ten. Uh, eight years. Yeah, yeah. And then um, okay. before that. Let's just say in our twenties, um, it was part time. So we worked, yeah. you know, regular corporate jobs, and then we also did worship and music as well. <clears throat> kind of did both both uh, fields at the same time. Um, yeah. But yeah, for about eight years now, we've been doing it uh, full time. The full Lord on. asked us um, to go full into ministry and worship and music when we were thirty. So yeah, yeah. There you That's go. Amazing. Uh, Four beautiful children. Um, wow. Jude, Willow, Silver, and Arrow. Yeah. So a boy wow. and three girls. We uh, we met when we were 14, high school sweethearts, the whole thing, got married when we were 20. Yeah. So we've just we've been doing this for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's that's incredible. Man, I, I am one of four myself. So that's that's great to that's great to hear. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So you guys you're in Atlanta. Are you guys leading? You guys lead on a weekly basis there at a church there in Atlanta. Um, yeah, we are. We lead probably once a month, once, once a month. every five six weeks at Bethel Atlanta, okay. our home church, cool. down in Tyrone, Georgia. Awesome. Uh, and we travel quite a bit um, and we worship for different events and at different churches. And um, yeah, just it's a lot of fun. We lead a a weekly worship and prayer set on our YouTube channel. Uh, we've been doing that for probably close to a year and a half now. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, tell us, I know earlier this month, you guys had a single come out, Your Presence. Let's hear a little bit about that, kind of how that was written. Um, Yeah. And any story there. Sweet. Thanks. Um, We had the amazing opportunity this past year in the month of September, our whole family spent um, five weeks in Glasgow, Scotland. Um, we have just some really kingdom relationships over there. Um, and the Lord opened the door for our family to go. So it was amazing. But while we were over there, we, um, we did some leading like for some conferences and stuff, but, um, we also did some writing sessions like workshops and such. 
And so it was during one of those um, writing days. Um, we were sat in a room with one of our now is like yeah. one of our dearest friends, um, Daniel Robinson. And we were working on something and it was just not <laughs> jiving. Or I should say the guys were. And I was like, I had an idea. Oh, <laughs> I threw out an idea and it just wasn't there was no there was nothing on it. <laughs> so yeah. We were, yeah. When all else fails. Let's worship Jesus and just take a breather, right? So yeah. that's literally what we did. Like Daniel was on the keys and we just started worshiping for a few minutes and um, just laid all of the striving down to try and write a song. And this melody just came to me literally in like 30 seconds. And I just started singing in your presence. I was made to be in your presence. I can't live without your presence. Um hmm. And we sang that for a few minutes yeah. and then we stopped and looked at each other and we we're like, yes, I think that's the song. <laughs> and we literally finished it and like wrote the whole yeah. thing in probably like 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. And songwriting is one of those things that like, I mean, if you songwrite, you know, like those are pure like gold nuggets from heaven. Cause usually you don't get a full complete song and you know, right minutes it's like you get pieces and then you finish it um you know in different ways so it was just a really special moment yeah. because it was with such a dear friend it came out of a moment of worship and the lord just really sort of downloaded the whole thing really fast um so it was a gift yeah. just really a gift yeah man that's also i feel like that's like kind of something that we hear often is like you know, it's half the time you walk into a room with songwriters and worship leaders and expect something to just roll right off the tongue, you know, and that doesn't always, always happen, but rarely, right? it's, it's like, I mean, it's not uncommon for in the middle of those like tough times as a songwriter for yeah. revelation to come, especially when you are willing to kind of take a step back and like realign kind of your mindset you know i've actually i've heard something similar several times so that's that's a really cool realistic and practical thing i think for any worship leaders to consider and just know that you know those hard times are are gonna come but you're still capable and god's still capable of like working through you know yes so, yeah so. It's, we it's, may go ahead it's important to be in the room and be present in the room and like and and be vulnerable enough to share an idea and to also not be so precious about it that you're easily offended when it's just not a good idea. Like sometimes right. most of the time, yeah. like we move past ideas to get to the really good stuff. So it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing I took away is like, we spent probably 20, how, how long did we spend working on this idea that was just the first one? Yeah. Oh, like 30 minutes yeah. probably at least. <laughs> so we were pretty committed yeah. to it at first, you know, and yeah. it was like, oh, it's actually just not good. And we just moved on mm -hmm. and worshiped. And yeah, like you said, resetting the why. Like, why are we even in this room right now with another worshiper? We just want to write a song mm -hmm. for Jesus and we want to honor him and give him something worth, you know, what he's worth, which is just worship. And so anyway. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, that's that's incredible. Um, we were we, we kind of took this from your website and I would just love to hear you guys kind of elaborate on this. It says, we want to raise up a generation of worshipers who desire more than anything just to be with Jesus. Um, so maybe you can share a little bit about your guys' vision, kind of more of like your heart behind that type of thing specifically. Yeah, I would love to. Um, I'll probably kind of break that into two parts, <laughs> like um, just the revelation of it from the spiritual 
perspective and then just like practical applications maybe. Um, But I would say probably about uh, three years ago, the Lord just started downloading to me about the importance of knowing how to do everything from a place of being instead of doing. And Mm. depending upon what, um, you know, circle you're in as a Christian and in church worship world, sometimes you might hear that context a lot, you know, like obviously we don't, our faith isn't based on religious works um, or actions and that's not a requirement. So it can become quite like, um, you know, just Christian language, but I think it's really, it's, it happens more often than we think where we slip into doing things from a place of, Oh, I just have this task list to get done. Or if I do X, Y, this is my five-year vision. So here are my practical steps to get there. And those things aren't bad because we are, you know, according to the word, we steward what he's given us. Right. But it can't replace learning to do everything from the place of being. So at his feet, it's the Mary and Martha story, right? Yeah. Um, right. One of our dearest friends, um, he's a worship leader also, but he says <laughs> adoration sustains the anointing, which sustains your assignment. Mm. And so that's really become something that we live by and living in a place of adoration of him. The more you, it's actually in a lyric in our new song, your presence as I behold you, the more I'm like you. So it's sitting at his feet, beholding him day in and day out when it's easy and when it's not easy. And the more you do that, you you can't help but become like him. And then as you become yeah. like him, it sustains the things that he asked you to carry out, which are the actions. But without that, that without sitting at his feet and becoming like him, the actions just become our task list yeah. as opposed yeah. to worship unto him. And so that's what we love to see is being able just to disciple worshipers and worship leaders yeah. in how do we do everything from the place of being to where then all of the doing is just a byproduct yeah. because you're just so in love with Jesus. You can't help, but yeah. it's the kingdom because you're so much like him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. if you want to talk no, about the great. practical applications, <laughs> I or- think, I think we're, we're practically, we're passionate to see younger worship leaders that are just really getting going in this, <clears throat> know how to aim themselves, know how to, to, to define like who they are and what what they're doing by the why, and the why mm-hmm. is it's Jesus. And we've been through so much, we've seen so much. It's like we've learned a lot and we've done a lot wrong. And so our passion is to help younger worship leaders avoid some of the pitfalls that lead us to burnout. Yeah, um, yeah. So a lot of friend, we've just walked through people in in burnout who just get so. Yeah tired of the the thing the, the system the machine that they lose the joy that it actually is to be a worshiper and a levite and a songwriter yeah. for the church and like that is such a joy and privilege that like it's worth protecting that so yeah. i think in everything summer said we want to raise up a generation really just by modeling it like we've yeah we've been, you know i met summer 20 years ago and she was leading worship and she's still leading worship today and that says something. Um, yeah. uh, there's a key in there, basically, to impart to the younger ones of how to just live a life to do this. Because biblically, the Levites, they don't stop doing what they did until they were 50 years old. So we've got a long journey ahead of us to stay yeah, right. with the Lord, you know? So 
Yeah. Oh. Awesome. I was just going to um, practical like application. Sometimes people are like, well, what does that look like? Like um, a life of worship, right? Yeah. And it's for us just in our season, because we have young kids, you know, our kids are 11, <laughs> nine, seven, and two. Two. Yeah. Um, so it's busy. I mean, it's full on. Like we have, there's parent world and family world, and then there's, you know, worship and songwriting and albums and all this stuff. It's constantly stuff going on. And so it's super easy to feel like you're working for Jesus because you're just running yourself ragged day in and day out. <laughs> but it's so, it's really so simple. What The way we talk to our kids is worship is just hanging out with Jesus. Yeah. So much more, which which you know this, like it's so much more than music and songs or right. um, a conference. Um, those things are amazing, but it's just hanging out with him. And so you you learn to find him. He's in the mundane things of every day. Yeah. And you just let him be a part that is being with him. So sometimes it does look like I'm going to take 30 minutes and, and just lay in the floor and be with him. But sometimes it looks like I'm going to be with him in my car while I drive 30 minutes here and then 30 minutes there. And I'm just exchanging conversation with him. That's worship. It's communion. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Worship is communion. And so it's just, sometimes it's easy and sometimes (laughs) it's not like it's, I don't ever arrive to like, Oh, I can do this now all the time. It's just a daily reminder of he is in the mundane. He's in every day when you feel it and when you don't and just keep in communion with him. Yeah. Even in all things. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Man, that's yeah, that's uh that's so real. It does go beyond the four walls of the church and just music, worship, yeah, yeah is um yeah, is is in everything. Um yeah, that's great. What uh if you had one I mean you have talked very practically already, which has been great, but if there was one tidbit of advice you were to give a young worship leader, maybe to further avoid that burnout that you mentioned or just the idea of, of living, um, you know, kind of walking in, in a, in a worship in a state of worship throughout your day, you know, what, what little bit of advice, maybe on anything, um, would you give to someone just kind of taking those first steps? Oh my gosh. That is it. We can give a tidbit of advice, but it, it requires such a big conversation, doesn't it? Of course. Of course. We've, you know, I, I was sitting with a guy who's in his 50s, who's a, like a really accomplished worship leader and has been at the top of the game or whatever, so to speak, for so long faithfully. And I, I asked that same question. I was like, how did you do it? How do you handle it? What have you done? And one of his responses um, was actually, no, I asked him, what do you see in today's worship movement? that mm. concerns you that we need to be thinking about. Yeah. His response was, I feel like guys like us in our generation have taught all of you and, and younger that it needs to be done this way, that it needs to sound this way. And that this is the aim for a good right. life and a faithful life of worship leading. And it, we're, it was around the idea of like albums and successful songs and all this stuff. Yep. And his one regret is that he, thought his generation hadn't done enough to protect the real reason why behind. So I think yeah. a tidbit of advice that I would give a young worship leader is to know your why really well defined and don't deviate from it because without fail, 
we meet people and opportunities arise and doors open and there's chances for us to say yes to a whole lot of things Yeah, that can easily lead us just a tick off. And then we can look yeah. up in 10 years and we don't even know where we're at or why we're doing it. And so I, I would just say to the young ones, guard and protect the why and, and the yeah. why is to minister to Jesus and to serve your local church and to be faithful if that's your why and guard that. So yeah, I mean, I totally agree. A hundred percent. I think if I were to share something, it's similar. Um, the <laughs> Lord unpacked this thing to me about two years ago about daily bread, which is what we call our, um, our weekly worship and prayer that we put out on YouTube every week. The Lord asked us to faithfully do that from home. Um, mm-hmm. But he came to me about two years ago um, when I was just, in a tough season and processing some things with the Lord. And he said, Summer, you've spent your whole life focused on all of the words that you've received and then where you think those words are taking you and doing the things you think you're supposed to do that Mm. you don't know how to know me as your daily bread. And he said, if I'm not enough for you in the day to day as your daily bread, then I won't be enough when you think you've gotten to where you're supposed to go. And it was just such a holy moment for me with the Lord because I've spent my life with him. I've been blessed to grow up in a Christian home. My parents were worship leaders. and um, Yes, they're awesome. I had a wonderful family and amazing home where I grew up knowing Jesus. So I think it it absolutely doesn't matter whether you grow up knowing him or you grow up in a broken scenario um, with, you know, lots of wounds and all of these things you still have to define Jesus for you who he is to you and know him as daily bread. We can't worry about our words being fulfilled or our assignments getting completed because we think we're doing what he's asked us to do. Because at the end of the day, when we stand before him, he says, do I know you? And Mm -hmm. he knows you from the daily things from the daily (laughs) bread. Like he has to be enough today and I'm not going to worry about next week. So I think that's been the most like pivotal thing probably so far today in my life, actually, as someone who's grown up with the Lord and I felt like I knew him, but to know him in the day to day and that be enough, not have to have answers for next year or next month. That's, that's a game changer because in this society, everybody lives for what's your two year, your five year (laughs) and your 10 year, Right. right? Right. I mean, that's what we're like hardwired to do. And Jesus is like, no, no, no. I'm going to break all of those boxes. And I just yep. want to know, am I enough for you today? And then once we get through today, I'm going to serve you a new table. Come on. And I'm going to be your daily bread tomorrow. Wow. And you become yeah. like completely fulfilled living a life, feasting on him day to day. Mm. Oh. Good. So that's what I would impart yeah. like to the young worship leaders, like know him is in day to day as your daily bread and all of those other things, they will come to pass. Yeah. 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 Lord. Man, that's incredible. Yeah. And to go, I mean, to go back to what you were saying, Chris, it's like, I mean, his mercies are new every day. It's uh, so whenever you, you know, accept that truth and yeah, begin to, Taking yeah, it as your daily bread, you know that's how that's how you stay in it for twenty years. Like, it's uh, uh, 
we had a mentor tell us once where I was just sitting at a table with an older gentleman, wise business guy. And he's like, Chris, don't you know that heaven's commodities are readily available to you in 24 hour increments? They come every day. And if you don't choose to use them that day, those will expire yeah. and they'll, they'll be a new set of mana on the ground. The yes, that's right. Okay. And it'll expire. You can't, you know, you can't hoard up the joy of the Lord. You got to yeah. get, you got to drink that every day. That peace, yeah. you got to receive that peace every day. Do you know what I'm saying? So, Amen. No, yeah. that's that's so good. That's so good. Thank you. No, those are those are all such such good thoughts. I, I appreciate that. Um, if we were to to shift gears a little bit, let's look. Let's get a glimpse into the future of Shilly Worship. What what exciting things are you guys working on? What do you got coming up in the next months, oh, yeah. year? Oh yeah, so we ha- we're so busy right now in a lot of good ways. We we help run a record label that we helped co-found with an amazing guy that got sent to our life named David Anderson, and it's called Pure Mosaic Records. Awesome. And so we've got a lot of projects underway with that record label. It's um, it's all about bringing a new sound and really collaborating, uh, and we're pursuing some some diversity in sound and artists. Yeah with an artist in the UK helping produce a record. Um, we're, we're working on a different kind of sound out of Sheely worship where we're collaborating with a really good friend of ours. Who's a rapper here in Atlanta, here in Atlanta and, and a trap music producer and a pop producer. And we're trying to like create this world, a new world um, where it's like worship and trap and, um, yeah, what like it, it's just it's, it's a new thing. It's even hard to put into words. Yeah, we're, we're no, that's awesome. In making this record right now, but it's been one of the most enjoyable processes of making a record we've ever. And then, then we're also <laughs> aiming to release a single. Yeah. About every eight weeks or so. Every six to eight weeks. Yeah. Um, awesome. So it's just kind of a steady, consistent flow and a, a variety of yeah. You know, just the worship aspect of. Um, what we do day in and day out and then just some new worlds because part of our vision with the label is to see worship infiltrate every genre. Yeah. Um, Because we really burn like passionately to see that redefined as worship is not a genre (laughs) on its own. Right. Right. should infiltrate (laughs) all the genres. And so, yes, like we're just loving this season because God's connecting us with amazing influential people in different genres. And so we're just leaning into those relationships and partnering yeah. up and just asking the Lord, like, what do you want to do with these sounds? Um, so worship can be even redefined in these different yeah. worlds. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to be excited about in worship and worship music and songwriting. Um, I feel like we're entering into a new era where, um, some new things are going to start happening and I'm really, really, really stoked about the idea of music uh, and building bridges to the nations and then yeah, learning, yeah. learning, not just exporting what we're doing here in America. Like we've got it all figured right. out. I want to import. I want to, uh, what does it sound like when a church sings their song in their native language in India? Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. How can we learn from that here in America and, and grow from it and partner yeah. with it? Down in South America right now, we we've done a we've, we've done a song in Portuguese and Spanish uh, last year, 
And I'm just so interested in learning from the body of Christ in South America and Latin America and how that can help infiltrate worship in America. Um, Mm. So just a lot to be excited about. I think God's doing, he's kind of breaking down some boxes in this season and we're stoked on that. Yeah, that is incredible, man. I'm I'm so excited to hear kind of what comes of of that project and and all this stuff you're exploring. It it really does sound cool. Um, I think, you know, to, to shake things up in terms of sound and genre, I think is, is something that would be really, really sick. Um, yeah. yeah. So appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, this conversation is, is great. Um, so many worship leaders and songwriters uh, are in here and just really, really, really take, take heart, um, take to heart what, what you guys have to share about songwriting and your experience. I appreciate you guys taking the time. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have to do this again soon, kind of follow yeah. up and, and see where you guys are at, you know, with, with all this exciting stuff. So we're pumped for you guys. Yeah. Thank you thank so you much for so having much. us. Yeah. Yeah. Not a problem. We'll talk to you guys soon. All right. See, see ya. ya. Well, that was Sheely worship everyone. sounds like they got some really cool things coming, coming down the road. So you'll have to stay on the lookout for that. Just really glad to hear from them about kind of their, their experience and, the tips they had for just walking daily in a, in a state of worship and, and everything. So we appreciate them. I think we have uh, maybe one of their singles up on the site, but we'll have to see what we can do about getting more of their tracks available on Loop Community. Just wanted to say thanks for tuning in. and We'll see you guys next time. Hey guys, this is Matt McCoy. Thanks so much for tuning into today's podcast. We're trying to provide content that's really helpful and meaningful to you as a worship leader. So make sure you hit the subscribe button to stay tuned for more from Loop Community.